0: You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. I love it when uh, God confirms things. and uh, The only person in this room that knows what they said to me is the person that said it said, Things haven't been going that well lately. We felt like we needed to come to church here in the right house. I shared with you this morning that we were, uh, my wife and I went away to celebrate our upcoming anniversary, and we was on the beach, and there was some people right behind us, and they had a boom box. You ought to know why they call it boom, because it was boom, chicka boom, 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 boom. Just make you want to shoot yourself, you know. And this thought came to my mind just a few minutes ago during worship. I'm so glad that everything we sing about is the goodness of God, the love of God, the restoration of God, the healing of God, the deliverance of God. Isn't it awesome? Amen. So uh, tonight, if you have your Bibles, go with me to Mark's Gospel, uh, chapter 4, verse 36 through 41, I've titled the message, The Cry of the Perishing. The Cry of the Perishing. Perishing, I got tongue tied there. If you're able, stand with me for the reading of the word. I don't know why I always have you sit down and stand back up again. But if you're able, stand out of reverence. God's word, amen. Amen. Ain't nothing like it. Life-changing. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. Somebody say in the boat." boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. And the disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Very familiar scripture, but I'm gonna preach a different message tonight than normally. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're in the right house. If you feel like that you are perishing, you are in the right house. So I want to share a little bit and teach a little bit tonight. Uh, I think it's very important that you leave here this evening and know that although Christ being the ship, it is not always smooth sailing. You come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, it is not always smooth sailing. It's going to be rough. Somebody tonight, you're going through some storms. It's going to be rough. That's what a storm is. You can't have a testimony if you don't have a money. You can't tell about the goodness of God unless the goodness of God has reached down and brought you up out of the miry clay. So why do we expect that everything is always going to be all right? There will be some difficult storms in your life. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's going to be all right. It's not always, I said, just because Christ is in the ship, it is not always smooth sailing. But when Christ is in the ship, it will always be safe. Man, you, you ought to write that down. Just because he's in the ship does not mean it will always be smooth sailing, but I can promise you tonight just because he's in the ship, it will always be a safe Sailing, It may not be smooth. It may be rough. You may get hit from one side to the other. But Jesus said, let us go to the other side. And he cannot lie. When he said, let us go to the other side, he meant we were going to the other side. Amen. Has God ever gotten in your ship and helped you through the storms? Crystal shaking her head back there. You know what I'm talking about. Give God a hand clap and somebody give him a shout of praise. You need to remember in your storm that it's going to be a safe sailing. You got to remember that when you leave here tonight and all hell shows up on your porch and everything's going wrong and everything's not been so good lately that you got the Lord. He's in your ship. It may rock. It may be fearful at times but you're going to make it to the other end because Romans eight twenty eight says what? For all things work for the good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Uh, stay in the ship. Stay in the ship, amen? So those in the company with Jesus are as safe as Jesus. Think about it, they were on the ship. They were on the boat. And those that was with him was as safe as he was. When you are in Christ, you are as safe as he is. Devil can't take us out, do you hear me? We're covered by the blood of Jesus, amen? So when all hell shows up, plead the blood. Plead the blood of Jesus, speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. So in this incident here on the sea, we can easily picture We can see a picture of great salvation. Those that were ready to perish, in verse 37, let me read it again. A furious squall came upon them, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Many felt like they was about to perish. The boat was waterlogged, waterlogged to the point that they felt like it was about to sink. Have you ever felt like you was waterlogged and you was just about to go under? Anybody in the house know what I'm talking about? The boat was waterlogged. Sometimes I feel waterlogged at the point of sink, sinking. So the cause was twofold. There was the storm without circumstances had changed. How many know that circumstances in our life, normally when they change, they don't send us a certified letter ahead of time saying, hey, you get your house in order because next Tuesday, you're gonna get a change in your life. No, you're just skipping along, singing along, and somebody calls you or somebody knocks on your door or sends you a text and all hell breaks loose devil ain't going to let you know. There they are, smooth sailing, and all of a sudden, man, the situation changed. There was a storm. All things at one time seemed to be against them. Do you hear me? How many can relate to the fact that what I'm saying is, it seems like when one thing comes your way, all hell shows up how come one thing can't come from the enemy's camp? Hey, I can deal with one, George, uh, but the, the very moment something goes wrong, something else goes wrong. How many can relate to the fact you get a little extra money in your pocket and you've been saving saving some money and you think, well, you know things are going pretty good and I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to take my wife out. I'm going to do that. And you go and you do that. And what happens? The washing machine breaks. The microwave breaks. The lawnmower won't start. You need brakes on your tire. Circumstances change, right? Well, I'm here tonight to tell you that God don't change. Uh, God is still God Almighty. The circumstances may change, but as Long as you are in the boat, the old ship of Zion, it may be rough sailing, but don't be afraid of the troubled water because Jesus is in the boat. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! Ready to perish. All things seem to be against him. The wind of adversity comes from all angles. A business deal. You're counting on it, and it goes under. Family member all of a sudden goes haywire. Anybody know what haywire is? I really don't know the definition. I can remember my grandpa saying haywire. Is that when the wire goes all crazy? I, I don't know, you're a farmer, talk to me, Some, someone. I don't have wire in my hay. You don't have, have wire in your hay. That's a smart <laughs> aleck cancer right there. <laughs> but that was a good one, all right. I'll tell you, you got wire in your hay, it's gonna be tough on the cattle. Right, we better leave that alone. I got enough trouble this morning. Amen. How about when a family member goes astray, but all of a sudden also disease shows up. You're sitting in an appointment and the doctor is looking across at the table and he tells you something that you don't want to hear. Circumstances change. You walk through the door knowing you had a problem, but you didn't realize how bad the problem was. Well, we've got a problem solver. We've got one that's in the boat with us that said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll never allow on you more than you're able to bear. He's still in the boat. You just got to remember, maybe some things are going wrong. Maybe some things are falling apart, but he's still God. Do you hear me? And God is God, and he can pick things back up, and he can put them back together. He can bring beauty out of ashes. Oh my goodness gracious, can you understand what I'm telling you tonight? Be encouraged tonight. No matter what's going on in your life, it's going to be all right. Slap your neighbor right now. Go ahead and slap him and say, neighbor, It's going to be all right. Woo! Circumstances change. This morning I was standing out in the foyer. One of the ladies that attends here brought a a lady with her for the first time. Looked like the woman was 45 or 50 years of age. (sighs) Mary, you're terrible. (laughs) I ain't even going there. Don't get me started on that. This bunch on Sunday nights are troublemakers, I'm telling you. And and she introduced her to me and said, and this is a young lady said her husband just died two weeks later. Or two weeks before, excuse me. Death a lot of times shows up unexpected. My aunt right down the hill here, three houses on the right their only child years ago killed instantly in a car wreck knock on the door don't always there's a difference when you're with someone that's 80 or 90 here they know it's still sad jesus seems to be asleep no help seems to be nigh Maybe you feel that way this evening, that you feel like the Lord is asleep, but that's where the knowledge of the word comes in, because the Bible said he never sleeps, never slumbers. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's not asleep. Perhaps it's the waves within. I spoke about the waves on the outside of the boat, but perhaps it's those waves that within that feels you up with dread and alarm. A ship can survive all the water on the outside, but a ship can't survive the water on the inside. It'll sink. When the elements of sin and iniquity flood the soul, When the sin is on the inside of you, you won't survive it. And the only hope you have is in Jesus. Do You hear me? When all that sin is inside of you, you become so waterlogged, the prospect of any hope is gone outside of calling on the name above every other name, Jesus. We heard it over and over again in the men's conference, you're not disqualified. So maybe you came in tonight feeling waterlogged, feel like you're about to go under, feel shame, guilt. You are not disqualified. Not. That's exactly why he went to the cross for you and I that feels like there's no hope at times. So the great question, go to verse 38 with me. Here's the great question. Carest thou not that we perish? Carest thou not? What is your problem, Lord? Don't you care? Only when the ship began to fill up did they cry. Think about it. Only when everything else comes up empty. God. I told a young man this weekend at a conference, he was feeling a little guilty because he's come to the Lord during the storm. I said, most of us have come to the Lord during a storm. And most of us have drifted away sometime or another when the storm had passed. And guess what? Here comes the storm again. And what do we do? We come running back. Somewhere along the line, we got to get mature enough to say, oh my goodness, the the storm is calm and the sun is shining, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here. Can someone say amen? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. It is surely time to call upon God when we find that, The more we try to keep afloat, the deeper we sink. Anybody ever been there? To where you feel like you're treading water, you know, and and the harder I'm treading, the further I'm going under. The harder I'm trying, the further I'm going under. We've all been there. Don't worry. Don't worry what somebody else thinks. Has anyone worried about? And be honest, has anyone ever worried about, you got problems going on in your life and you feel like you're waterlogged and you're trying to tread water and you're worried about what somebody else thinks? When your child comes home and she's pregnant before a marriage or or, or whatever it may be, Uh, uh, one of your kids got a DUI or your spouse got a DUI and you feel like you're waterlogged, I could go on and on with illustrations and you feel like you're sinking and you feel like you're going under and you're more worried about what somebody else might say. Who gives a hoot what somebody else might say? Why don't you say, hey, God, I need some help. Church folk, I'm in trouble. I need somebody to get around me and encourage me and lift me up. God, I need you and I need your people. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Don't worry about what anybody else says. You got problems going on in your life? Don't worry about what the church folk, don't worry about what the neighbor, don't worry about the mother in law, the father in law. You just worry about God. Uh, you, you, you just call out on God. And if you can pillow your head at night and know that it is well with your soul, it don't matter. The sun will come up in the morning. Do you hear me? Joy will come in the morning. Give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. Slap <laughs> your neighbor right now, say, neighbor. You're in the right place. Woo, don't worry about it. The harsh cry, verse 28. Carest thou not? Do you feel that way tonight? Have you felt that way recently? Lord, with everything that's going on, my spouse is messed up, my kids are astray. Finances are in trouble. Lord, do you not care? Maybe you feel this way. Let his humiliation, his, the Lord's. Let his suffering, let his death on the cross be the answer to your question Lord, do you not care? If he did not care, he would have not went through the humiliation and the death, the suffering on the cross. That's how much he cares. And when you're with him, it may be rough, but you're going to make it. I'm speaking that word right now to somebody more than one. You will make it. Do you hear me? You will make it. Somebody say it. Somebody say it on the count of three. I will make it. One, two, three. I will make it. Wow, that's pretty good. He cares for you. I don't want to say it again. He cares for you. I care for you. There's a room full of people that care for you. But nobody cares for you like Jesus. Nobody died for you except Jesus. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you remember the Sunday morning that I was standing down in here somewhere and I said, If, if you're bad on anxiety, stand to your feet and walk down here, and the place was just, wow, what's going on? Because the devil wants us to walk that way. And we don't have to walk that way. You've heard me say, I dealt with anxiety. And that morning, the whole church came and prayed for me many years ago. It was lifted, buddy. I'm telling you, it was lifted because I know who cares for me. I know who fights my battles. I don't have to fight my battles. The best way I can fight my battles is get on my knees and lift up my hands and holler, Hey, Lord, I need you. I need you. 2 Peter 3 and 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I sat in Rusty and Shirley's house one night last week, and their son, little Rusty, was in, and we got on a subject, and he said, I don't understand why people go to church and preachers beat them in the ground. The whole gospel, he said, is on the love of God. Yes, he understands the wrath of God. I'm here tonight not to beat you in the ground. I'm here tonight to lift you up. It's not my job to beat you in the ground. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to convict your heart, to love you, to draw you, to convict you, to chastise you, whatever. My job is to tell you the word of God. And I'm telling you tonight, if you'll stay in the ship and you'll keep your eyes on Jesus, it may get rougher once in a while, but you will make it safe to the other side. And that's the whole mission. We heard a Navy SEAL in our men's conference say, the main thing is the mission is to get the mission taken care of. And you and I have got a mission and that's to make it home. And the only way we're gonna make it home is stay in the ship and call upon the master and everything will be all right. Give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. (laughs) So the Lord is saying, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. I will deliver you. Let's look at Psalms chapter 31, verse seven through nine. I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble, thou hast known my soul in adversities. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Yea, my soul and my belly. Have mercy upon me. Pretty much saying, here lately, everything ain't been going real good. Like I heard earlier tonight. And all we got to do is cry out, God, have mercy on me. I want to encourage somebody tonight, he still knows your name. He still knows your name, I didn't. I recognized this individual, and I remembered the face. I got three kids, can't remember their name. We got two dogs, Lila and Leo, and I'll I tell take that garbage out, Lila. Get confused, God still knows your name. He knows your zip code. You say, well, how do you know that? Because the word of God says he knows every hair on your head and not only does he know them, they're numbered. God still knows you. God still cares about you and you're cared about here. Amen? The divine response in verse 39, he arose and he rebuked the wind and the sea. When he arises to the help of the needy, It is almighty help that he gives. I said, when he arises and gives help to the needy, it's help that he gives. He gives his help. Has he ever helped you, Steve? George, has he ever helped you? Many times. I like that answer. Scotty, has he ever helped you? Anybody in the room could stand up and testify tonight, he has never helped me. Is there anybody in the house? Speak now or forever hold your peace. He's a helper. Sandy, you've been there. You've been through difficult time that many don't even understand and never will. But he was there. You called upon him. It's gonna be all right. Amen? Somebody say it's gonna be all right. (laughs) All right. Let's look at Colossians chapter one, verse 17. He's not only our creator, but he's our sustainer. Do you hear me? Colossians 1 and 17. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. It's going to be held together. The enemy like to tear it apart, whatever's going on. But he don't have that authority. He don't have that right He don't have that dominion. It's time that we stand up and and, and speak to him. Devil, you don't have that right. You don't have that authority. And put him underneath your feet and begin to speak the word of God. And the word of God is always the word of God. And when God said we're going to the other side, we're going to the other side. Amen. How many has got some heavy, difficult situations in your life right now? Raise your hand. Come on. You're gonna make it, you're gonna make it, amen? Feed yourself, feed yourself the word of God. Look at what you're bringing in. Again, boom, cha-boom, boom. I couldn't believe it. Seriously, talking about your mother and cops and everything, you know, unbelievable. Just garbage, just filth. You better check what your kids are listening to. Oh, I done quit preaching and went to meddling. Jesus Christ fully answers the cry of the perishing. How does he answer it? He answers it by his rebuking word. Right here. Right there. Your difficult times, there's a rebuke in his word. In his word. I'm going to prove it to you. Listen. Verse 39. He rebuked the wind. Did he not? He rebukes the cause of the wind of their distress. He rebukes the stormy power of sin that lashes its waves of sorrow and fear into the sinking soul. You feel like you're waterlogged, you feel like you're going under, read the word. There's your life jacket. Right there's your life jacket. I've been pretty blessed in my life not to be in too many dark places, honestly not too many difficult seasons in my life, but there's been enough of them that I know that there's a word for me. And that word, Pastor Rita, rebukes that storm. I'm telling you, get a word. Get a verse. Paraphrase it if you can't remember it. Stand with me tonight, would you? I read this and I liked it because of his rising from the dead, the tempest of God's righteous wrath has been rebuked for every believer. I'll read it again. Because of his rising from the dead, the tempest of God's righteous wrath has been rebuked for every believer. You say, I don't know about that. As I said earlier today, you got every right to be wrong. Romans 8 and 1, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Can I tell you one of the areas that I struggle? Oh boy. I can be in my own mind judgmental by looking at the appearance of people today. I'm just being honest with you. I know the rest of you are at the foot of the cross and and you don't judge nobody. I know that. There I am walking down the beach and I'm wondering, am, am I on the right planet? I mean, I ain't never seen the like of the extreme. And the Lord's chastising me and saying, that's a harvest field. I'm just being honest with you, man. I, I, I went to the mall to pick up a few things before we left. I thought, Lord Jesus, this is West Virginia. You know? And uh, I'm not in the judgment seat. He's working on me. Anybody look around out in the world and say, have you people lost your mind? Honestly, honestly. (laughs) I don't know where I got on that at. His peace, his peace speaking word, verse 39. He said unto the sea, peace be still. I'm gonna ask you honestly tonight, do you need some peace in your life? Peace, peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. That's all I know. Verme Spirit. Well, now Rita's in trouble. She can't remember, can you? All right, anyway, you got the point. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Peace, 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 peace wonderful, wonderful peace, 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 coming down, down from the Father singing that song brought peace to you. Did it not? Boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Don't do it. John 14 and 27. I said, boom, and two or three of you jumped. John 14 and 27, Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Everything may be Feeling like it's coming apart at the seams, but it's going to be all right. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And I wrote this down, it came to my mind before I left my office this evening. Your season is on its way don't grow weary and I wrote this down my mom that's what I wrote right there on my note on my page my mom my brother started at about age 15 in trouble maybe even earlier than that did two tours in Vietnam was in prison I think twice I don't know 20-30 years maybe longer much longer for mom praying for him. But probably 20, 30 years they'd never seen him much. FBI agents come to the house. I was a little kid, my sister. We'd have to sit there and they'd interview mom and dad. And fill out papers to give to the judge to determine the sentence. My dad would grow weary my mom would stay steadfast. Enterprise Methodist Church, there uh, they was about maybe 50, 60 people, and 35 of them was my family. And every Sunday morning, my mom would say, she'd stand up and say, pray for my oldest son, Richard. Come back on Sunday night, she'd say, stand up and say, pray for my oldest son, Richard. Wednesday night, show up with maybe 10, 15 people Pray for my son, Richard. She never grew weary. She never fainted. She spoke the word. One day, my brother and my mom, you've heard me, some of you heard me tell this story, but it was around two o'clock in the morning, and my mom raised straight up in bed, lifted her hands and started shouting, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My dad said, Annie, what's wrong? What's going on? And she said, Richard just got down on his knees and gave his life to Christ. And my my dad said, Annie, Annie, lay back down. Annie, Annie, you're just dreaming. And about that time, the phone rang, and it was my brother on the other end. He said, Mom, I'm watching a rerun of Billy Graham, and, and I got down on my... My knees and I ask God to come into my heart and so don't grow weary call out God I'm perishing God my son my daughter is perishing and stay strong weeping may last for the night but joy will come in the morning don't give up it's gonna work out do you hear me crystal it's gonna be all right He gonna come out better than he was when he went in. Already better, do you hear me? You may feel like everything's coming against you here lately. You know who you are, you talked to me a few minutes ago, but everything's gonna be all right, do you hear me? The amazing effect there was, instant obedience. Verse 39, the wind ceased. I don't know when God will speak to your storm, but when he does, it'll be instant. He don't, oh my goodness, he don't just start bringing the wave down a little bit at a time. All of a sudden, bam, shabam, boom, shake boom, boom, boom. It'll be over, right? Amen. Put your hands together and bless God. They called, they called, he spoke, and it was done. (laughs) Ain't that, that's a good three step program right there. They called, He spoke, it was done. Amen? Let's follow that example. So there was a great calm. Listen to what Psalms 107 and 29 said. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. God, we're just speaking tonight to some storms uh, in some people's lives, God. Lord God, we're speaking, God, that you are going to calm that. I believe somebody tonight is stepping out of a season of storms, uh, of the thunder and the lightning and the waves that has got them to be fearful. But all of a sudden through the word of God tonight I believe they're stepping out of the storm and stepping into the calmness where the peace comes down from heaven. God we love you and we bless you. Put your hands together and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Great peace. Somebody say great peace. Psalms 119 and 165 great peace. Have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. The Word of God, when you love it, you study it, and you live by it, nothing will make you stumble. Trust in God, who alone, I said, who alone, stands above the pressures of all of daily's life. Daily life has struggles. Every day, getting up, there's a struggle. Every single day, I don't know about you, but every day I get a phone call from somebody. I I get a a problem from someone. There's something going on every day, but I'm glad every day the Lord is still there with me. Amen. Every day his mercies are new from day to day. Has God been good to you in the house? Give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. All right, listen, I'm going to wind it down. I promise you. A trembling Astonishment in verse 31, or 41. They were terrified. And they asked each other, who is this? They called upon him. He spoke, and it was done. Who is this? Who is this? Well, the Old Testament says, he's El Shaddai, the Lord God Almighty. Jehovah Ra, the Lord my shepherd. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Do you hear me? In the New Testament, who, who, who is this? He's Savior. He's redeemer. He's bread of life. He's the Lord. He's the creator. He's the son of the living God. He's the only begotten son. He's the holy one of Israel. He's wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and a prince of peace. He is the king of kings. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the Lord of all. He is the master. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the good shepherd. He is the word of God. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ho Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m.